0: Planning on crossing the Bay Bridge in the coming weeks? If so, plan ahead by getting current traffic conditions at baybridge.com or calling 1-877-BASEBAN. Get Pass today. All electronic tolling is live at the Bay Bridge. That means no cash, no stopping to pay, and no contact at toll booths. Be sure to properly mount your Pass to your windshield. Plan ahead before you cross. Go to baybridge.com or call one 877 bayspan That's 1-877-229-7726. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton, and alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and the new IWGP (laughs) champion, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing? It's fine. Air quote again, Saturday morning, sir.
1: That That shows you when New Japan Wrestling comes back, things are getting slightly back to normal.
0: Yes, we got New Japan Wrestling back, and hopefully we'll have a lot of our major sports back as well. Come on, man.
1: Soccer's going
0: down, baby. Soccer's going down as we're yeah, as we because, yes.
1: because it's so weird when I when I see like these these union tweets getting fired off at like ten thirty in the morning. I'm like, what? Soccer's back. T- t- uh, MLS is back. Tournament going on down in
0: Orlando. MLS game starting at nine a.m. For those of you who are so inclined. If you're not so inclined, then I I understand because quite frankly there's other sports to look forward to of course we have our major sports to get into and we'll talk all about our major sports including a return of someone who we thought would never ever 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 stay away as long as he did because you know what because he just can't stay away just cannot stay away so we'll talk about him we will talk about the end. the way, what well. is the
1: equivalent of like brian baldigger say i got big big news
0: <laughs> big news and uh, that'd be, no, that be the big news
1: so, so he meant literally not yes. figuratively. So he meant big as in like size of man news. Yes,
0: physically big news. Okay. So we have a, a physically big news with the Eagles, for those of you who do not know. We have big news, uh, not physically, well, I guess technically physically, um, at the power four position for your Philadelphia 76ers because there's been a big shift in the starting lineup, and we'll talk about that. And like you said, the Phillies start up next week. And before we do that, though, before the Phillies start, I think the day before the Phillies start, the one thing that Chris Domingo is looking forward to on his calendar more than anything, the versus battle versus <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Snoop it's and all battle. It's the all dog, battle. W-
0: dog versus dog, <laughs> Snoop and DMX. We're going to give you our thoughts on that as well. So. This
1: is the one thing that I'm going to take away from – because I, I don't know if these things will stay on like after we go back to normal. But they need – like if you just ask people, yo, put this under a paywall and pay like $3.99. Maybe you can upgrade the Wi-Fi for, like, Earl Simmons' house. Like, mm-hmm. I like, just use the money for the infrastructure because I can't handle <laughs> whack, whack, whack internet. Well, well, we'll talk about that
0: more, but the last few ones have been in the same room, and they've all been good. So, fingers crossed, we get dog versus dog in the same room, <laughs> in which case it'll be good because these are no, all but, will be good.
1: But I think, well, we'll talk about it, but I just hope that, Our our man, X, X is like healthy, like healthy and ready to go because I just don't want the dude looking like, like being like, like, I don't know, like an internet joke. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because like you said, Swiss probably talked to him. He's like, X, you okay? He's like, oh, oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah healthy healthy x healthy snoop hopefully we'll get that next wednesday we'll talk about that in uh, the later segment of the show first we're going to talk some eagles but before we do all that we want to thank you guys out there for listening to us and supporting us whether it's here on 106.5 fm WPPMLP radio in philadelphia or whether you check us out wherever you get your podcast, apple podcast stitcher radio Tune in Radio, player.fm, Google Play, and Spotify. Just do a search for the Broad Street line. Download us to your iPhone, your Android device, your MP3-enabled device, your iPad, and take us with you on the go, or if you stay at home, 24-7-365. You can also follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. Heavy in the Tiger Woods streets if he makes the cut on Friday. Um, uh, for the memorial tournament. I'm not sure what else is popping off this. Oh no! What, what's that? Extreme Rules is Extreme
1: the Rules. The Extreme eye, rules. the eye for eye match. Someone yes. will, someone will leave the performance center, hopefully COVID-free and without an eyeball.
0: Yes, one wrestler for the WWE will not have an eye <laughs> or have one less eye, fifty percent less eyes for a certain person. Um, coming up Sunday at Extreme Rules. Uh, for those of you again who are so inclined about that, but. We go from wrestling to a person who has the physical stature of a wrestler, and that's one Jason F. Peters, who is back, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) back like he never left, didn't even clean out the locker. Jason Peters, the former left tackle, is now your new starting right guard. $3 $3 million deal with incentives that could increase that money to $6 million after Brandon Brooks suffered an Achilles injury and was lost for the 2020 season. People thought that, you know what, the one of the logical moves the Eagles could make was to bring Jason Peters back. But Jason Peters has never played right guard before. So, Chris Domingo,
1: are you worried about this move? Um, not really. I think this was the worst secret that, um, because I still think that, that bringing Jason Peters back still means a little bit that are they are they all in on andre dillard? I I think this is a a a depth um decision and a and a big insurance policy. It's a big bodyguard insurance policy.
0: So you know we're big and those of you who listen to us, you know we are big on pie charts. So I'm gonna (laughs) ask you I'm gonna ask you to chart this up. How much of this is well I guess you can phrase it the same way. How much is this of this is Matt Pryors is not the wave, (laughs) or and or, how much of this is Andre Dillard insurance?
1: I think it's seventy percent. We're gonna teach an old dog a very new trick, Mm -hmm. and thirty percent is if Andre Dillard isn't good or or isn't passable. We're gonna like we we know that because left tackle is still the most important position on the field, right? Especially for a team that has an injury-prone quarterback. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, that is an important thing, and and knowing that Carson Wentz can have confidence in his left tackle is a big is an important thing. So right. I, I I mean I do I think that he'll play left tackle at some point. No, I, I I I have nothing to base this on, but I think Andre Dillard will be competent. will will will, will he be? Will he be great? Will he even be good? I don't think so. But mm. I don't think he'll be. <laughs> He won't be Winston Justice against, like, the Giants when he gave up, like, 18 sacks. Or he won't be King Dunlap. Like, like I, I think he'll be passable. And, and I think it goes back to the Eagles have always emphasized the trenches. Like, mm-hmm. they, they know that they will not go into a season without having a decent amount of depth. And they've lost Samalu. And, like, and it, it's, it's looking a little thin. I mean, with Pryor and is, is Jordan Mailata still on this team? He's around. <laughs> remember, remember when he was like, oh, man, they found the next Jason Peters, 6'8".
0: <laughs> oh, man. No. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's an indictment on Andre Diller, but you're right. Like, at some point, like, between Diller and Peters, I think you're going to have a, a – I'll say Andre Dillard is going to be good. I don't know if he's going to be great. But you'll have a good, at on some level, a, at least a good left tackle. And you need to have a good left tackle because, like you said, Carson Wentz gets hurt. You know a fair amount. I'm not going to say he's injury prone, yeah. but he gets hurt a fair amount. I mean, and again, he's a right-handed quarterback. You, you left tackle is the most important position on that yeah. line, so you have to shore up that position. I just don't know how good he's going to be. He being Jason Peters, I don't know how good he's going to be at guard. I mean, Trey Thomas, who knows about playing offensive line, says it's like teaching Bryce Harper to bat right-handed. <laughs> like it's a totally different position.
1: And it's also, a- Bryce Harper is not 38 years old.
0: Right, Bryce Harper is not 38 years old. It's a different side of the line. Again. Do I think he's going to be better than Matt Pryor? Probably, and I think that's okay. Like yeah, everybody, exactly. everybody lost their minds about this. I'm like, is he better? Is he going to be a better right guard than Matt
1: Pryor? Probably. That's a win, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is not an ideal season, so I'm not like whatever you need. I, I feel like whatever the Eagles need to fortify the team for this season. If this is obviously not a long term move, do they need to make a move for a guard? at some point maybe and, and my bad it's not say who's gone it's um it's a uh, big b has gone. Maybe, so you got say yeah. on the team and you'll get brandon brooks back i think I, I mean like i don't know if people realize that guy has had very like multiple significant injuries in the last few years and they just signed into an extension mm-hmm. so i mean like obviously he's he's come back and He's out like like almost like a modern marvel of science how he's come back from all these injuries and's been a leap. but at some point can that's not gonna happen, right like i I mean i like at some point these injuries are gonna creep up so just for for this year, sign in Peter like bring him Peters, hopefully he's not terrible at guard mm-hmm. so I, I and and one. They like to run. That they, they like to run in between, like like those tackles. So I, I mean, maybe maybe, and I'm trying to figure out what will be his strength as a guard. Will it be pass protection? Will it be run like run blocking? I don't know. Like that's yeah, one yeah. of those things where, like, you always knew Jason Peters was. You knew he was good for a couple to get off the field a couple times, and that holding pedal, or, that offside, right. or, that, <laughs> or, or that offside or that or that offside or that. He's gonna jump once. He's gonna yeah, do a false so, start once. Yeah. So, but like. You just need to just – this is a this-year move,
0: and I'm cool with it. No, I'm, I'm good with it too. I think it's going to be good. And, again, like you said, when, in a year like this, it's a weird year. So if you yes. have as many, as many capable uh, offensive linemen as you can in the building, that's a good thing because, again, training camp, who knows what it's going to look like. The preseason has already at least cut in half. So you're not going to be able to develop a lot of guys. When is training camp going to start? we will start next week. Um, we'll see about that. What? Are you kidding? <laughs> The twenty eighth is that next week. I'm my what? days are kind of running together. <laughs> there's but yeah, no there's,
1: way that there's st- they're starting training camp next week. I know are rookies
0: are supposed to report in a couple days in a few days. So yeah, Ooh. training camp's coming. Yeah, we'll <laughs> talk about that because there's a lot of open questions in the NFL. Um, speaking of open questions, there is a question in some minds about the Eagles roster as far as how good it is. According to PFF, the Eagles have a top ten roster. They said the Eagles are ninth overall in terms of just pure talent. On the roster, according to them, the biggest strength is in the trenches, which we talked about earlier. On your, your lines, the biggest weakness, of course, is the <laughs> linebacker position, oh. which comes as a shock to no one.
1: Wait, 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 wait! The position that starts with W and ends with R isn't the worst position?
0: No, the biggest. No, no. Well, okay, we're gonna have a debate <laughs> on this because apparently, a lot of people around the world think the Eagles wide receivers are better than we do.
1: And no, uh, no. Obviously, they like this is not like. It's not equally weighted. I've like, if you had to take a pie chart and say 100% talent, I'm not factoring in linebacker like that. Like, I I mean, like maybe 15% I'm counting. Like wide receiver is a bigger pie of what I would consider overall talent.
0: No, but if you just just break it up position by position, not importance of linebackers on this team or none (laughs) of that stuff. Or in the league. Yeah, like who, like w- what position group is the worst on this team?
1: Well, considering I don't even know who the linebackers are, uh, it would probably be the linebacker. Like, who are the who are the starting linebackers?
0: So I assume it's <laughs> Nate Gary. I assume it's is it is it that Edwards kid? Is it, the Edwards kid,
1: and um, is it
0: um um
1: uh the Hottie Jones? Probably the Hani Jones. There, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> no, LeBron I honestly don't know who the other linebackers are.
0: Um, they're a bunch of young kids. I mean, they, they drafted the one kid. Let me—I'll look it up real quick. Oh no, no!
1: Um, the, Did they draft a kid from Temple, or is that a or is Oh, Sean, sure sure
0: Bradley. But I don't, I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess I should count him. You know I mean? <laughs> all right, all
1: right. Thank God they—they are uh, running a lot of uh nickel and dime.
0: Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like I mean, obviously, like Gary, 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 and Edwards are probably probably your main guys. Um, yeah. So they have a. Uh, Alex Singleton, Duke Riley, oh, Davion, Dav- Davion Taylor.
1: <laughs> oh, Davion Taylor. Oh, okay. Yeah. The the draft thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's a kid from Colorado, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it is. What, well, it is what it is. So that is the worst position. But let me ask you: Do you, you think, do yeah. you think they're, they have top ten talent overall? Ugh, I don't know if I do top ten. It's close to ten.
1: Uh, oh, do you think they're close to ten or fifteen?
0: I think they're closer to ten than fifteen. If I okay. if I, did, if I, did I guess. I'd guess. I'd say they're probably like twelve, but I mean, I didn't. I haven't gone down, going down the, the roster. Now, I don't know if you saw the wide receiver, wide receiver position rankings. Oh no, I did not. Okay, so I'm, I was ask you, Mister Domingo. <laughs> assuming everyone is healthy, in,
1: in, including
0: Alshon, everyone is healthy. Okay. Where does PFF have the Eagles' wide receiving core ranked in twenty twenty? Twenty seven. <laughs> I said assuming everyone's healthy. 25. Oh god. You might want to bump that up quite a bit. They said the core is the 12th best wide receiving group what? in the NFL. What?
1: 12. This team was was almost on the verge or slightly on the verge of cutting a guy because he quoted Hitler. That was he's going to be your number 1 receiver. That's accurate. Um another guy um won't be released off the pup until what week seven?
0: That's also accurate.
1: We don't know. No, I wanna see so the fake preseason game one or after training camp or when, whenever, whenever training camp like gets gets done. What's what's the depth chart?
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um it's pro alright, you're saying a game one.
1: No, like I don't know, like when because I know when you're for training camp, you got to set up depth charts and like right, all that. Right, right. Like even with like the ninety man or whatever number whatever roster, roster. Yeah. Who? How does? What are your top four wide receivers?
0: We talked about this before, and I'll I'll say it again. I think the four, and you're gonna hate it. Hate it. It's Deshaun, j Jaw,
1: j Jaw, Jaw,
0: Greg Ward. Marquise Goodwin.
1: Wait, Jalen Rager's not in the top four. You know, I, I, mean,
0: his... I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. I, how much can we expect from Jalen Rager with no training camp? How can you expect anything from JJR seeing a white side? I don't. But I mean, at least <laughs> he, he's had he's had a whole season. <laughs> Who's gonna start on the out on the other side of Deshaun? I mean, that's the question. Jalen
1: Rager. He's gonna start on the other side. Yes.
0: They keep I keep
1: saying I, he's I gonna learn to, from Deshaun. I, I have nothing to base this on except the other guy. The guy he's playing approximated like across from, played one point four games, and Marquise Goodwin. I think played less than one point four games last year.
0: I don't look I, like I, I hear you. And <laughs> PFF says Rager quote should add a much needed vertical component to the Philadelphia offense. But if they keep saying that if Jalen Rager is going to learn behind Deshaun Jackson, I don't know if he's going to be on the other side game one. I just don't. Do you
1: trust? Do you trust Marquise Goodwin? No. I'm of these dudes. <laughs> who do you it, on, on your trust factor? Oh god. Who do you who would you trust more to win the the Y job in this offense? j Jaw, Rager, or Marquise Goodwin? When you say win it, you mean <laughs> you mean game game one starter? Yes. Like do like stuff in the preseason, stuff in training camp, stuff in practice. Who out of who that group? Out of that
0: group, the best chance is probably Marquis Goodwin. Oh God. It's probably Marquis Goodwin. Oh, I ain't saying
1: God. I ain't saying much. This guy didn't play last year. I think he no, I think he played. I think he had like 10 catches.
0: Yeah, he didn't mean catch that. I think it was like 10 catches yeah. He didn't do much.
1: People are really, and I mean really, really stretching with this, like with what these receivers are gonna bring. People keep saying, Oh, speed kills. But you know what you need to do when you catch the ball? Well, after after you run past the guy, you need to catch the ball. I don't know if these guys like I don't know did did this team's catchability fact rating get better?
0: Are these are these guys good catchers? I don't know. These guys are fast, but I mean <laughs> like Jalen Rager had issues with drops. Mark he's good when he's had issues with drops. No, like
1: like people keep saying, oh, this is gonna open up. But at some point, Roy, you're gonna have to throw to these guys. People keep saying, oh, it's gonna open up for Miles Sanders. It's gonna open up for God. I that's cute and I understand that. But at some point they're actually gonna have to perform a role other than decoy.
0: But you only need to hit a couple of those plays a game. Do you? I mean, yeah, you do. Well, I mean, ideally. I mean, you didn't have it last year and like, you still made the playoffs. So, I mean, if you get Jalen Rager once or twice a game, if you get Deshaun once or twice a game, again, that should, like you said, they should open things up for others.
1: Uh, okay, no. Okay, let's say that you should hit four passes over 20 yards in a game to be a good team. That, that, seems, that, reasonable. Seems, that seems reasonable. That right? seems reasonable, yeah. Who gets those twenty yard catches? Distribute those four, Desha- and, 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 you know, and, and not screen to like Miles yeah, Sanders. Yeah, 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 It yeah. has yeah. to be air yards, air 20 yards, plus air, air, air yards. yards, air yards.
0: Deshaun two, Jalen Rager one, <laughs> and, and 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 as you as you would do, random guy one.
1: <laughs> See, like, do the, does it the, can't do the Kansas City Chiefs need to do this?
0: No, no, no. Well, they get more than four anyway, so it doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> like, I think four is like the the bare minimum of a of an of an offense that needs to be opened up to for your tight ends, because like yeah. obviously, I I get the feeling that they're gonna like this is gonna be a very in between the hash the hashes team. Like, they're gonna mm-hmm. like hope for some yak for from these tight ends. You're basically you're gonna hope that this offense runs the way that that those Patriots teams ran with Gronk and that other guy. The other guy, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, no, you're going to get that, but you have, you'll you have
1: a, I'll say more dynamic, but a pretty dynamic running back. No, middle, uh, 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 okay, if, if you had to put for, on the explosive meter, on a scale of 1 to 10, mm-hmm. or, or dynamic, on the yes. dynamic scale,
0: mm-hmm.
1: 1 to 10, what do you, what's a reasonable expectation for the Eagles?
0: Uh, um, uh, I don't know. I, I'm probably higher on Miles Sanders than most. I'm obviously higher on Deshaun than you. Uh, I think Rager's dynamic. Those, no, those you
1: just you don't know what you're gonna get out of Jalen Rager.
0: No, but he's still dynamic. He's not not dynamic. I just don't know. I, I don't know how much he's gonna be on the field. Is what I'm saying.
1: No, but how can how can you how, <laughs> how can you uh, display your dynamism? In, in, <laughs> sorry, that's an Emmitt Smithism. Like, I, like, how are you gonna be dynamic if you're not on the field? Six and a half is that reasonable? Out yeah, of yeah. Because considering what what would you get last year? A one. Yeah, what well, last
0: year's like a two point five just because of Miles <laughs> Sanders, like all Miles Sanders. But yeah, okay,
1: all right. Yeah. I was gonna say a five.
0: <laughs> and
1: Dallas Goddard's not not
0: dynamic. I mean, he could get he could get get you some. No, like, but Zach I think,
1: can get you some. No, but I think people are saying you need you need those guys to get respect from the outside you like you need these dudes to like you might need you gotta hope Deshaun is still running 23 and a half miles an hour Mm -hmm. like uh, and and hoping that safety comes to his side i mean that really is a very important thing is you need one of those safe you need one of those safeties to to respect one of those outside guys and that and that opens up the tight ends that opens up miles that that will open up whoever the hell the slot receiver is uh, it's gonna
0: be Greg Wart. <laughs> oh you hear you yeah. Greg Ward?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. The twelfth rated um yeah, the twelfth <laughs> rated wide receiving core has like has like an ex-quarterback as, as their um a, as one, and, as one and, of
0: the four best guys.
1: Yes, and who was a proverbial practice squad guy. Okay. Yes,
0: yes. Again, big thanks for you, Eagles. Uh, speaking of the wide receivers, again, the, the wide receiver I am bullish on and you not so much to Sean Jackson I apologize again. Uh, actually I think he apologized like two more times this week. <laughs> Since we last came on the air, and he's going to visit Auschwitz. He uh, accepted an invitation from a Holocaust survivor. He's going to visit a Nazi concentration camp. Since we were last on the air, um, the Eagles officially um, announced that they had to find Deshaun Jackson and said that he will do additional charity work with Jewish organizations in the area. Again, hopefully, this all puts a bow on this. Again, I'm sure we'll be talking about this. No, every, no, now no, and then, no. But...
1: Like, I, I think Deshaun has done his Twitter penance. Mm hmm other knuckleheads on on the other side uh haven't done their twitter pennings. yeah not like, so much yeah, yeah like like guys like the way like like it, it's it like i think this is the double-edged sword of athletes having a platform athletes having a platform doesn't mean you need to speak on everything no. and if you're not educated well the problem is i think they they, they feel enlightened i think there's a difference between being enlightened and, and educated and mm-hmm. i think you need to have both before you speak on Another race. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, this is another race, another culture, another whatever, another sex, another gender. Look, you don't, we don't have to have an opinion on everything. Yes, no, no, and and
1: that's cool. And and it's like, and and I think, like, like Kareem Abdul Jabbar said it best, and that's why he's one of the goats. Like, we won't have that Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Michael Jordan, but at least, like, yo, man, like, we're all in this together, man. We can't be, like, dumping on, like, other races. Like, and, like, and so many things like like that's what he said so let's keep that up
0: yeah no let's let's keep that energy up and so shout out to Deshaun again for for keeping that energy up and again sounding like he really wants to make no yeah no
1: no he seems contrite and and like and i'm glad that our guy feels contrite and we don't have to speak on like another uncontrite guy
0: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly right um keeping in keeping it with the eagles There there were conflicting reports about whether or not fans will be able to attend games this year, and we are at a point where we just do not know. Now, the initial reports were that, according (laughs) to the city of Philadelphia, all large gatherings in Philadelphia would be canceled through early 2021, so all the mummers out there were extremely upset about the fact that... All the
1: runners were upset, too.
0: The runners were upset, the Rocky runners, the Broad Street runners... Everybody who was going to go to any large events, parade, the Thanksgiving Day parade. Yes,
1: I had no idea that was a big thing. Still, huge. People, people love that Thanksgiving Day parade. But I, but I always remember whenever I used to go home for Thanksgiving, the trades would be mobbed at like Mom. nine a, nine a.m. for people trying to like get to this, like get to this uh, parade. But once again, we just need to just sacrifice. I know it's hard that you can't go to the Thanksgiving Day parade, guys, but. Events like that just just aren't wise, and no. I think, and I think, and, and I and I think we got more clarity regarding like I don't know things like things on public property, but I, I mean, people, I was I myself was wondering whether like other like private buildings were exempt, and they are, but yeah, I think it comes back to there ain't no other private event that's having twenty thousand people. And I think or twenty-five or whatever the hell the Eagles are trying or would like to have. So I think it's all a fluid situation. I like if, if you could do it, if, if if every human being decided not to be selfish and wore a mask for six weeks, maybe you could have twenty thousand people. I don't know. But not but at this point, I can't say what's like what's reasonable or not.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. As of right now, again, it doesn't appear that there will be fans. In the stadium for Eagles games and obviously for Phillies games, which start next week. But again, the, the, according to the mayor's office, the guidance is fluid and it's going to be based on the, the again, guidance at the time. Um, again, in, again, we have to make these decisions. We don't have to make these decisions now, but they need to be made in September. I would imagine – I can't imagine that some teams would have fans and some teams wouldn't. I can't imagine this, would, this couldn't be or this wouldn't be an, an NFL league-wide policy. Because having fans in some stands and not in other stands is just not fair. No, I mean, but a, like, like, wouldn't that advantage? be like
1: the massive a massive advantage? Like, you can't yeah. have like my well, and that's the thing. It's like you're at the mercy of like other states too, like Florida. Like, right. are the Miami Dolphins going to have people in their uh, in, fans' in their stands? I hope not.
0: Yeah, I would would hope not. But again, it's like yeah, Miami obviously like I wouldn't think they would have fans. But Baltimore has already talked about having up to sixteen thousand fans at Ravens games. Is it fair for the Ravens to have sixteen thousand fans and the Steelers to have none? No. So I would think, and again, no decisions need to be made now. But at some point soon, I would think Roger Goodell would come out and say, "Hey, you know, we got to figure this out. Um, You know what's going on." But. According to what just dropped right before we started taping the show, I think Roger Goodell has other things he needs to worry about because this whole <laughs> this whole Redskins thing, which we can't even get into. There's way too much to get into. Um
1: oh, it's, man, it's, I kinda wish we were for 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 a day a Redskins podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, or a Washington football team podcast. Oh, yes, right, because, right. yes, because they are they are Redskins no more. They've announced they announced earlier this week that they are retiring the Redskins name and logo as of this season. They're currently evaluating alternatives, um, but again, considering the Washington Post news that just broke, um, they have other things to worry about right now. Um, again, for those of you who do not know as of yet, as you might know as of now, because this is going to be broadcast Saturday, but according to the Washington Post, there are, I believe it was 15 allegations of sexual assault against the Washington Redskins. Oh so yeah, so the Redskins are kind of, yeah, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a messy couple of months for uh, the Washington football team. Um, and the name change is probably the least of Daniel Snyder's concerns as of now. If you can wonder, even hold on to
1: the team, yeah, no, I wonder if, if, if this is it for Dan Snyder.
0: I think it is. Like, I saw reports that the minority owners are already looking for people to up, unload their shares on. Um, I don't know if you can, if, 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 but here's well, 15 sexual assault allegations is a lot. Now, I don't know who these are, who these are against, and how high this goes up the chain, but I, remember the, uh, the Dallas Mavericks had issues of their own, and they got through it i mean but also
1: you didn't have allegations of players and coaches um being intimate with uh employees right like i I, or just like and, and one like they had that story a few years ago where these cheerleaders went over like went in or like abroad or something and like couldn't get back
0: yeah, the Washington uh, Redskins uh, cheerleaders, um, they were there for, I, mean, I think it was a, kind of like a, a, a season ticket holder kind of special event. Yeah. And they took their passports and they basically, <laughs> basically they, restrict, they restricted these, these cheerleaders' for ability to kind of move around. That, um, no,
1: that's like an SVU episode.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. So I, we've heard rumors and rumblings and, and published stories about the Washington Redskins. Um, team the inner workings of their other of team before but again nothing like this report that's just come out again we we it just dropped so we haven't had the had the liberty to kind of go through it yet but we'll talk about that more cuz i'm sure this is a story that will not go away and one last thing on the nfl before we take a quick break speaking of not going away again the coronavirus is not going away according to the nfl pa 72 players have tested positive for the coronavirus, now I, that's no one knows whether how many people have been tested. I don't know if those tests were conducted back in March. I don't know. Again, again, none of this really means much if you don't know. Again, seventy-two out of what? Now, if you were to assume, and I don't know that it was the entire
1: it, population.
0: Yeah, if you were to assume that it was the entire population, and we were assume that the thirty-two teams and ninety guys per team on a training camp roster, you would assume that number, roughly 3,000 people, and that number is roughly 2.5% of the total population. Now, 2.5%, again, given the grand scheme of things and what we've seen, especially in Florida, 2.5% isn't a huge number. But, again, I, I'm a 1,000% sure that the number of guys tested isn't anywhere near 3,000. So I think that 2.5% number, I don't know if that's fair. I think it's probably closer to 5%, maybe more. Um, cause I don't know how many of these guys have been being tested by their teams. I just don't. Yeah.
1: No, I think like, I'm going to wait to make a judgment until I see like the wrong numbers because like people can say, Oh, it's Oh, Oh, it's only two and a half percent. It's like, Oh, but then of course you got the other side. I'd be like, Oh, Oh man. It might be like, Oh, they haven't tested anyone. Oh my God. The NFL is greedy. I'm like, no, I'm going to wait for this number and, and see. But I think two and a half percent seems a a little low like factoring in you have what three teams in florida you mm-hmm. have a couple teams in texas you have a team in arizona so yeah like it, initially i'm a little like like skeptical of the number but i don't know I, I i mean but it really feels like as as usual the nfl feels like they are they're just gonna brody their way through this and yeah. like I, like <laughs> and like i, I mean like but it's the NFL. I'm not like and, – and, and like I've, I've listened to a ton of podcasts because that's all I do at this point and, and watch YouTube. It's like NFL players are more compelled to fight through all this because a year lost for an NFL player is not the same as a year lost for an NBA player. Like right. imagine like a guy like like Jason Peters. Like, I, I, like, like he's 38 years old. Like mm-hmm. he's like lo- – a lost season for Jason Peters is his career. Yeah, even even like
0: the, the the lower level guys. I mean, again, like the NFL, an NFL career isn't that good. So yeah. if you just lose if you lose a year for a guy who's on the fringe, a guy who's fighting to make the fifty three man, like roster, Greg Ward, like, like a Greg Ward. You know, again, that's another year of draft picks that's coming in next yeah. year to take his
1: job. Cheaper, cheaper, and younger. So I, I yeah. think, obviously, like the players want to be healthy, but they also want it. Like I, I mean, sorry guys, as sorry to all the people who hate money. I, I mean, like, this is going to come down. I mean, it's a business decision for everyone, but I think more so, like, the NFL players, I think, are going to, like, I don't know, like, they're going to try to proceed with caution, but they're, I think, I think the consensus would be I think everyone's just going to plug through and kind of just, once again, everything's a fluid situation. So they'll just, like, get all the tests and, like, hope that it isn't
0: 10%. Yeah, and J.J. And, and Watt says <clears throat> basically the players want to play, but <clears throat> they have no information as far as – how much of a preseason there's going to be or the, the frequency of testing or anything like that. And those issues need to be kind of ironed out before a guy starts showing up to facilities. In, well, of in, course in, you in have days. like a
1: complete moron as a, as a commissioner. Yeah. So I, I mean, or cause now like someone said, Roger Goodell's going to actually have to do work. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, like, it feels like he's been like, like he dealt with all like the cap stuff and like got in front of that and looked like a bozo. But the last couple of years, he, I felt like Raj hasn't really had to do anything like yeah. uh, like uh, the NFL really drives like drives on its own I mean it makes a, a crap ton of money it gets a lot of fans but now it's like yo like this is serious so you might want to like actually I don't know like the president's not a good gauge but I may mean, display <laughs> some like leadership and and get a plan that's why I think people like think adam silver is the best commissioner because they were ahead of everything like they right. announced the they announced that 100 page plan they 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 said they're going to be at disney like which sounded crazy at the point but i think all things considered like this the nba might work because they have all these like checks and balances like i i watched that fible like um mm-hmm. that, that 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 vlog like this they the, the the extent that they're trying to keep these players safe is pretty extraordinary, and I yeah. give the NBA a ton of credit on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll talk more about the NBA and in the, in the NFL again. I know it's I know it'd be harder to do it in the NFL. That's why I think the NFL is going to have a, a lot more difficult time getting the season off the ground. Like I think yeah. the NBA, like I think the NBA is going to be fine. I really do, given the whole bubble situation and the snitch and- hotline. And it's a shot line which we'll talk about but again if you have 32 teams in I don't know 20 something states with different guidance on what yep. who can do what and, things, and and all that and all these guys going home and coming back and going home and coming back again that's a lot of moving pieces that I'm not sure that, that we can all we can control you know enough for a season to last you know six seven months including playoffs
1: so. oh no I have a feeling that that the season will be delayed
0: Probably. I think If I had to guess, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the other side. We will talk about the NBA bubble and what players were told to do after some people, who knows who, decided <laughs> to violate certain rules when it comes to room service. We'll get into that on the other side. You're listening to the Broad Street Line on 106.5 FM, LP, Philadelphia. Welcome back to the Broad Street Line alongside Kristen Ming on Boy Burton. Segment number two of the show, we are going to dip our toe into the NBA waters. No, not the man-made lake that Ben Simmons is fishing in. We're going inside the bubble. Now, once you get inside the bubble, you cannot leave the bubble. Rashawn Holmes has taught us a very important lesson. Because he (laughs) tried to leave the bubble to get some fast food from DoorDash.
1: No, Mike, did anyone confirm what he what? what food he was trying to get. Because I think the, the question was, would there be any food you'd be willing to like break protocol for?
0: I can't imagine. We don't know. We don't know what the food was. We just know it was a food delivery service that again, wasn't part of the NBA allowed protocol to, 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 uh, to order from. I don't
1: know. I, I don't know what is there a single fast food item that I would. Yeah, break? no, no, because like, people were like saying, "Yo, man, yo, man, Prime 112. I mean, Prime One, well, Prime yeah. One Twelve ain't delivered to Orlando. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, like yeah, like yeah, outside of that kind of stuff. I don't know if there's. I mean, if I would assume everything you want or a lot of things you want or. Are, are is Chick Fil A available? I'm sure it is, but I mean, I'm not breaking quarantine for Chick Fil A. <laughs> no. No, we're not. I'm not doing that. So, Rashawn Holmes, he actually crossed the line to pick up his food order. He had to re-quarantine for ten days, which again, people were saying, "Oh my God, the NBA is out of control." You know what? I'll, I will, I will, I will gladly come down on the side of too much control in the case of this. All right, this is fine. This is okay. Rashawn Holmes, don't do that again.
1: No, let's make everybody else like someone needed to be made an example of. And I think once again, the NBA is just. Just knows what they're doing. Like I, I, I mean, like the fact they like that operation that they're trying, that they're running this, this, this Disney bubble is unreal. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, the testing that they do, and it's like everything that's involved with this is it's nothing but extraordinary, man. And like I, like, like I know they're probably playing out of the wazoo to like to Disney because Disney's probably making out like gangbusters in this. But I, I mean, but. The NBA wouldn't be doing this if if, if they weren't going to make a ton of money. So yeah. I mean, like I think everyone will
0: will will make out. Yeah, the initial reports were that it was going to cost the NBA 150 million dollars uh, to run the bubble. But again, the players, I believe, the players who were in the bubble, the 22 teams were in the bubble. I think they were set to make something like 650, 600 million dollars from that. <laughs> so, and I think. something yeah. good. They're good. And I think the TV deal is like $900 million. So I think all when it all comes, when it all said and done, I think everybody's going to make some money off of this bubble. And like you said, the, uh, the, the Thibault vlogs. If you guys have checked out the vlogs from Matisse Thibault, the rookie for the Philadelphia 76s, and just see the stringent things, the stringent protocols they need to go through just to kind of get around, just to get tested, the 24 hours quarantine in their room, you see the NBA is doing as good a job as you can. Yeah, and kind of, kind of getting, getting this thing back, back on track. So, shout out to the NBA uh, for the bubble and inside the bubble, we have learned that our favorite point guard is now a power four, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ben Simmons, your Australian playmaker, is your new four.
1: So, oh, so now can we call him uh, the Australian sniper? He is. Well, well, we'll get into that
0: because Sniper Shake is your new point guard. Yeah, Shake Milton, Sniper Shake is your starting point guard for your Philadelphia 76ers. He has played well since he got called back up from the Blue Coats in, in January. He's played pretty well. I know you guys probably remember the 39 points he put on the Clippers um, in, that le- in the game uh, in early March. Um, he, he shot 53% from the field and 50% from three in, uh, in, in his 16 starts this year. He's been that's playing
1: – That's slightly unsustainable. That's slightly
0: unsustainable. That's a decent sample size, though. That's a, yeah, de- I think a decent like that t- tells me that he is at least a good and a competent
1: plus shooter. I think but that's no, fair to no, say. No, but I think at some point, will defenses respect Shake Milton? Like I, I think that is really the will they or will they just let Shake Milton shoot 30 times? Like, I mean, like there there's a domino effect. It's like like because because cause you've seen it from like phenoms all the time, like Jeremy mm-hmm. Lin. It's like at some point. Will they will they guard you so they don't guard someone else, or will they just play off you and say, "Yo, we'll just let Shake beat us"? At some point, peep, teams are teams like if this works or if this is, is going to work, teams are going to be like, "Okay, we need to focus a little bit on Shake Mill.
0: but how are you going to guard Shake when you got Embiid <laughs> and Ben Simmons oh, on the block, baby? Picking rolls but with no, Ben no, Simmons.
1: No, 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 no. One of oh. those guys will not be on the block. Oh, One of those guys right, will right. be in the corner.
0: Uh, oh, oh, so so in the corner. Who's going to be in the corner? Is going to be your center? Is he
1: going to be the guy in the corner? <laughs> this is going to be fascinating as hell because I think it's so. No, during quarantine, I think we've had a lot of like alone time and like time with our thoughts. Brett was probably with Sam, and, mm-hmm. and he's like, Sam, what the, what should I do? And he's like, Dad, YOLO. Let's just let's just put a G League. No, this is Brett Brown's last stand, and and I think and and because. A coach with with like not a lot of like a coach with a lot of like like wiggle room I don't think would be doing this because I think he would know that his job like like he could keep the status quo and be fine for next year. Now this mm-hmm. is Brett Brown saying, "I got no more, I got no more ammo. I got one more bullet in the chamber, and I don't even know if this bullet's gonna work, but it's the only bullet I got."
0: That's the thing. It's like I don't know what other bullets he has. Like I think I think this is a, oh,
1: this is the only bullet. Yeah, like I don't think that, like unless you want to throw the gun at somebody, I think yeah. this, this is all you can do. <laughs> no, at this point. no, 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 no. I think keeping Ben Simmons at point guard would have been throwing the gun at somebody. Yeah.
0: So like that's it. You can't do that anymore. So Ben Simmons is your power forward, and and Shake Milton is your is your point guard. I think that's the only logical solution you have going into this bubble because you got to figure this out. Because right now, if you don't, if, if this does not work.
1: That, oh, no, 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 oh, no, oh, no! Like this is this is the ultimate poker play. Like mm-hmm. he literally has one more hand to hand to play, and right. and Brett is going all in. Like, like no, like I, I mean, if if this works, and they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think, I think Prep Brown stays. But if yeah. this doesn't work, he's going to get fired. But he was going to get fired anyway. Anyway,
0: so it's whatever.
1: And, yes. oh, by the way, I totally forgot they had Glenn Robinson. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs>
1: like, I still don't know what this rotation looks like.
0: Well, we know the starting lineup now. So you have Shake Milton, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid, a lineup that has played an absolute total of zero minutes together <laughs> in the 2019-2020 season. Now, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, I'm sorry, Brett Brown says it's probably going to be a 10-man a rotation to start and probably cut it down to nine in the playoffs. So the rest of that rotation... Obviously, Al Horford is your first big off the bench. I assume Furcon Corking loss has earned a spot in this rotation. And I am, I'm not sure who, I, again, I think it might, it might be one of those, one of those, uh, what, what we call that, the battles, the, we had the battles last year. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: uh, oh, the, oh, oh, the battle of the mediocre dudes.
0: Yeah. All those mediocre battles, um, the, the fight club or whatever they called yeah. it and all those, the James Ennis type dudes and, and all those guys from last oh, year. Oh, no.
1: I, I think we called it the tournament.
0: The tournament. That's right. Yes. Well, again, the tournament inside the tournament. Because uh, you got Thide, you got Matisse Thibel, you got Glenn Robinson, you got Alec Burks, you got Raul Neto, or Raul Neto, excuse me. Who's the backup um, point guard? I assume it's Ben Simmons. I assume Ben Simmons is going to be your playmaker when, when because uh, when um, Shea Milton's off to the, off the four. Because they, they according to Brett today, Thursday, he said they played a lot of, a lot of um, minutes with the, uh, the Ben Simmons, Matisse Leibold, um, uh, Horford, Horford, Tobias Harris rotation. Um, So that's probably going to be like your second, your second unit for a lot.
1: of. Oh God, I totally forgot about that Embiid-Horford disaster. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so that's your, yeah, when Embiid's on the the bench, yeah.
1: This shows you how desperate I am. I'm willing to be exasperated by, like, I don't know, Al Horford and Joel (laughs) Embiid possibly playing next to each other.
0: You will not, however, be exasperated by your new power forwards shot selection ladies and gentlemen <laughs> multiple videos
1: have come out i know people have seen oh, the man. videos bless the, the, ul- timeline. the ultimate philly sports thirst trap this yes. is like like this is this is getting people Ooh. like i don't know like this is like people are, are reaching for their fans to like i don't know like i don't know like like i don't know try themselves off
0: this is like when tyra banks was on the cover of yes. the swimsuit swim issue ben simmons ladies and gentlemen is shooting three pointers
1: Supposedly shooting more three pointers, I, I think Brett might have said this today. Shooting more three pointers so far in this like sort of training camp than he did all practice all season, which is an absolute indictment of Brett Brown <laughs> being a complete moron.
0: I love Brett, but Brett, you—if this—if that's the case, then you should have addressed this years ago. I'm sorry, like you can't let this dude not no, shoot threes no, ever in think. life ever.
1: I'm trying to think. What was the come to Jesus moment? Was it a pandemic? Was it like I don't know Brett Brown getting fired? I like like obviously was this all internal? Like I don't know. Like did his did his family say something because I because I know Brett asked his family to do it. Like I don't know. Did um I don't even know what woman he's dating or not dating. Like I yeah. want to know what 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 sparked this. I
0: don't think he cares about Brett getting fired that much. I think. I think it was he realized that, if I had to guess, that the whole Al Horford thing wasn't going to work out. So he needed to figure out something something different to do on offense <laughs> to kind to <try laughs> of spark this team. And so Ben took it upon himself and said, hey, man, I got three months to work on this jump shot. Let me get better. I have I, that's my feeling,
1: guess. I have a feeling, and this is, this is strictly, like, I don't know, scenarioism. I think this squad had, like, one of them Zoom meetings and been like, yo. I think because Tobias was, like, Tobias even acknowledged it. Yo, our chemistry sucked. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe they had, like, an airing of grievances on a Zoom. Hopefully it mm. wasn't hacked or anything by the Russians. Like yeah. and, 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 like, said, yo, this is open space. This is a safe space. Air, air your stuff out. And maybe, I don't know, the uh, the player who likes Real Madrid and, like, I don't know, likes, I don't know, like, said, Ben, you, ben, you need to shoot.
0: No, you're, you know what? Now that I think about it, you're probably right. That's probably what happened. Yeah, they probably had a Zoom meeting, and it's like, look, our chemistry stinks. Like, we're not going to win anything. Because before, before the pandemic, everybody with a functioning brain knew that this team was not going to do anything in the playoffs. Oh, God.
1: The, the, the last month of the – well, one, the last month of the season was awful because everyone was injured. But, yeah. I mean, like, even before that, I think everyone was, oh, oh, what? Oh, the Christmas game. Oh, there was another – I think there was, like, the Laker game at home. They're like, the oh, no. The, right. Like, there were all these, like – moments where like, oh, the light's gonna go off on for everyone. And it never went on. Yeah. So you probably need once again, you needed a pandemic and the and the impact of Zoom to like get <laughs> Ben Simmons to realize, yo, I need to do something different.
0: Yeah. So so Ben's gonna do something different. Brett Brown's doing something different. Um who's the rest of the rotation? Nobody knows. But again, we'll find out soon because these games are going to be starting. Uh, they got exhibition games starting uh, the end of next week, beginning of the week after. I, I, we can't out those, can we? <laughs> yeah, uh, we probably probably can. We probably can. Yeah, I think two weeks from less than two weeks from now, the Sixers will be playing. Will be playing exhibition games down in the bubble. And again, speaking of the bubble, if you're inside the bubble, you have access to an anonymous tip line that you can use to report <laughs> violations. Now we've already seen this violation tip line in action because somebody snitched on Dwight Howard for not wearing a mask and whoever that was, God bless you. Because Dwight Howard needs to be snitched on 24-7, 365. No,
1: I think this needs to stop the snap, the stop snitching mantra. Or yes. or 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 maybe put it on pause for three months in Orlando, Florida. Because once again, these dudes just want th- these dudes would just want to leave Orlando in one piece. And any I'll say it. Any knuckleheads that that feel the need to like I don't know like break quarantine for 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 Qdoba or 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 not Cadoba, like I don't know, want to do that? You're you're putting everyone at risk. So I'm open. No, like and like you know what they need to like I don't know like you know what I would put that on Twitter too. Be like yo yo man, I just saw Dwight Howard go <laughs> go for Chipotle at him.
0: I would like to salute the person who called on Dwight Howard. And I would like to salute the person who called the hotel on Jimmy Butler, who, according to reports, was dribbling around in this hotel room in the early hours of the morning. It only it took a,
1: like two weeks of quarantine to get some annoying Jimmy Butler story.
0: This dude, man, I, I I bought in hook, line and sinker, man. What was wrong with me?
1: Man? He's so he's such a fo- No. And I mean, he's got a lot of media people. Like the thing is, Jimmy is not a dumb dude. He has no. a lot of, he has a lot of media people in his like on, on his phone. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I mean, it's not a coincidence that the same dude always reports the same stories. Mm-hmm. So like he, like Jimmy, Jimmy's playing the game and you know what? It's on the public to stop eating it up. But and, I think, yeah. I, I think, I think Philly fans have stopped eating it. Like, yeah, because, yeah. We're no, because like it's so transparent, Jimmy, we get it. We know you, you play hard. We know you, like, I don't know, drive a van. And we know you listen to, like, country. And, you know, we don't give an F. Like, I, like I'm done. Like, I mean, like, I don't dislike many players at this point because I'm old and I don't feel the need to hate. I relatively dislike Jimmy <laughs> Butler as, as a basketball player. Yes. I do.
0: Yeah, so because Jimmy Butler, again, every three weeks, just in case you didn't know that he works hard, he will remind you in some way that he works really hard. Oh,
1: and and he also parades his teammates, and none of it's his fault.
0: Never his fault. Never his fault. Been on a bunch of teams. Never his fault. One last story out of the bubble. This comes from Malika Andrews from ESPN. The NBA sent out a memo to teams (laughs) reminding them of campus rules, including wearing face coverings and masks. Shout out to Dwight Howard. Dressing appropriately when receiving room service and (laughs) going through a mandatory educational session on the campus rules.
1: I got to remember we're on FCC. uh, Yeah. These are,
0: this is FM radio. Yeah. So
1: I, yeah, I know. I don't even know why we're bringing this up because I don't think we can have an FCC related, like, like appropriate conversation about this. But once again, these dudes are in a bubble, not, um, I'm trying to think, um, access to, um, activities Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're trying to they're just being jocks i i i don't even i I think that might be the 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 pg way to say it jocks will be jocks and they're just i don't know i (laughs) i don't want to get kicked off
0: the air yeah there was there was another story that came out today again thursday that said that the uh, nba was telling players that they are prohibited from inviting guests inside the bubble um, so I'm because sure, think, because
1: I think the interp- like, I think dressing appropriately and the guests are kind of intertwined.
0: They are intertwined. Yes. They are, <laughs> yes. They are. As, as Jada Pinkett Smith said, they are entangled. Um, <laughs> these, these two things go hand in hand, ladies and gentlemen, because again, if you are a player, if you are a guy and you're an NBA player and you know, and you're going to spend a lot of time on the road and you can't get out of this bubble for, well, you, first of all, you can't leave the bubble for a couple months if you advance far enough, your family can't even be, the can't even show up until the end of this month. Um, for your family and, you know, your significant others and whoever else. So, again, it's just you and your iPad and your Nintendo Switch. And, <laughs> you know, unless you're unless you're vlogging like Matisse Lival. Yeah, no,
1: like, you probably need time. You need things to occupy your time. And <laughs> I think that's, I think that's, like, but that's the compelling part of this bubble is these dudes are, like, trying to, like, because these, I, I, I mean, I know they're millionaire athletes, but like, like, like this is like summer camp and mm-hmm. you don't have, you don't have all your resources. So you're trying to like make do. And I know that sounds crazy because they're no. like in like a bubble, but I mean the, like the zero, the 100 to 20 change to like your life has got to be pretty wild. Yeah, no, a lot of these guys
0: say it's like AAU all over again. It's like, you're hanging out with your friends in the hotels and you know, you're eating hotel food and you're kind of confined to a general space, but like. You know, you're kind of doing things that you typically wouldn't do or even have the chance to do. I mean, a lot yeah. of guys can just walk around Disney World and like no one will bother them. Like, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty wild.
1: Yeah. But I think, but I think a lot of the guys, like, after the first couple weeks of just like first couple days of just athletes being like, I don't know, a little like, I don't know, like outlandish with like the requests, I think they're like, yo, man, we came from worse. So we're we good. I think, and I think that's the prevailing sentiment. I think, like, of course, you'll get some knuckleheads that be like, yo, what's this grilled chicken? Like right. I, or But, like, I think generally they're like, okay, we're we're here to work, and that's it.
0: And that's it. We're, we're going to work. Speaking of work, the Phillies have been working the last few days. I watched a simulated game last night. I was very – two nights ago, so I should say. I'm very entertained. I think they're playing the Orioles, I think, Saturday. I think Saturday. We're yeah, some, I think the 18th. Yeah, we're getting some exhibition, live exhibition games at the park with, with the Phillies. Are you excited, sir?
1: Of course. I think – no, like, that's the thing. I need, like – I like, like since I'm a sports freak, I thought I'd be all in on these simulation things. I need to get back into sports mode. I'm not in a sports mode. I'm in like YouTube mode. I'm in like, and that's I need something. I need a trigger. I need one sports event trigger. I thought it was going to be the Memorial this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's not it because I I haven't watched any. Like yeah. or maybe it will be the simulation game. I don't know.
0: So we got Phillies against the Orioles uh, this, this weekend, and then next week again. Before we get on the air, before we we're on the air again, the Phillies will be playing regular season baseball games at Citizens Bank Park against the Marlins. So looking forward to that as well. We got a few minutes left. Of course, we want to get into a discussion about the most important thing that's going to happen over yes. the next seven days, the versus battle between DMX and Snoop Dogg, the battle of the dogs. Again, you the guy, guys had a Dog, versus, hit. dog yeah.
1: versus dog, because I think I remember where I saw this. I think – snoop was getting interviewed by somebody and Mm i think the interviewer brought up versus it's like yo what who would you like to battle and i think he's like like he brought up yo man i'd like to i'd like to rock with dmx and then Mm -hmm. he he said dog versus dog
0: dog versus dog again neither one of these guys have had a hit in at least a decade (laughs) but both these guys have a ton of hits um, they weren't quite contemporaries, although Snoop has had like eight different lives in the in the music business, um, eight different eras of, of Snoop Snoop. But isn't.
1: I also think Snoop has evolved from like. Yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think you consider him a rapper or a musician anymore. He's an entertainer.
0: He's an entertainer, but even in the rap game, I mean, like, Doggy Style Snoop is different than like you know Rhythm and Gangsta Snoop and No Limit Snoop. Then No Limit Snoop, and like he's had a couple different different iterations of of the Snoop Dogg persona.
1: Yes. The uh uh, what was that?
0: Not including Snoop Lion. We're not, we're
1: not going uh, there. Or, but... or that uh, Young, Wild, and Free weed, Smoking. Yeah. <laughs> the young,
0: yeah, the Young, Wild, and Free weed smoking. Well, he always smoked weed, um, Snoop. At the time, he stopped smoking weed, Snoop. Um, so he's had a different a bunch of different music lives. I am very, well, obviously, I mean, the two of us. I mean, listen, like, we're, we are two of the biggest DMX and Snoop fans on the planet. Well, so no,
1: we're... once again- are, I'm waiting for the um, the current gen versus. Will there ever be like? <laughs> I don't know. Um,
0: Who would do Roddy,
1: oh. Roddy Rich versus Post Malone? I don't know, no, no, he's yeah, even like. It's not a coincidence that all these verses are from artists that that have been in the game, that were relevant, or like that were been in the game for twenty years, because there ain't like there's no verses worthy people. Well, there's a,
0: the the new people who are worthier versus I don't think would do. And that's the only reason why like I mean no. like,
1: Well there aren't that many.
0: There aren't that many, but I'm saying like the newer are like the newer Kendrick ex, the like Kendrick Drake, J, J Cole, yeah, like they're yeah, no. That.
1: Right. But are is there even who is in the second tier of hip hop right now? I couldn't tell you. Like, I don't know. Like would you be interested in like a verses with Meek Mill?
0: Not necessarily. No. Not really. Oh,
1: no. no, that's why like whenever you see these like these like DJ like sets, they ain't playing nothing past 2008.
0: No. No, no. The the classic stuff sells. The his the, the legacy stuff sells. <laughs> like like we are the people who log on to Instagram and Apple Music to watch these versus battles. So
1: like so like 20 year old Zoomers aren't um aren't listening to like Jada versus a uh, Fab?
0: No, 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 they're not there for Jada versus Fab. They're not there for, for Alicia Keys versus John Legend, they, <laughs> and they won't, and they won't be there for, for Dog versus Dog, um, who both of whom shared a cover on Vibe magazine. They have no idea what Vibe magazine even is. Um, this is for us. This is for us. I would so, love
1: to like have disposable income and get a versus Dog versus Dog T-shirt.
0: <laughs> so we got a minute left. You set the line. I think yesterday at, at Snoop, minus Snoop minus two. So Snoop eleven and DMX nine. Do you stay with that?
1: I'm taking. I'm taking Snoop. And I am hoping that he lays off the weed a little bit oh, well. and, and and gets it gets the, and gets his set right because that's all it's about is the set list like the sequence of songs that are coming in because you need to put deep cover in when when you get in that eight mm. oh run mm. like it, when X is like playing like when my dog's at or uh, um. Party it's all up. good. Yeah. Like, I don't, then you need to drop G Thang, or then ne- like the, the next is, episode. Yeah. Like the th- Stoop has so many, so many great um, uh, run run stoppers. Like I like yeah, or, yeah he or, can stop
0: runs, he, yeah,
1: can stop yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah, like, he has like I was thinking about Lakers versus Celtics or like he has a he has he has the UTEP two step he mm-hmm. has that like Charles Barkley John where he like glued from like the free throw line like he has so many just. Un, like regardless of what is playing opposite it, it will win like you will never beat the next episode and you'll never beat g thing and right. you won't beat deep cover
0: yeah no he's got a couple like, like dmx can play a couple things but but snoop can come down hit a clay thompson three and stop that run <laughs> yeah and, 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 that, and that's pretty much it so we will have a full breakdown next week on the show of the versus but that is it for us this week thank you everybody for tuning in again 106.5 fm WPPM LP Philadelphia. Or look for the Barshy line wherever you get your podcast. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please.
1: Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Why the hell would you run this game?